What's up, NBA fans? This is episode two of the NBA project, and we're going to come here with the round one analysis of the playoffs. I'm here with my boys Jack, my boy Alex, my boy Coasty, and Ryan coming in. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So first, we're going to start off with the East, and we're going to start off with just just – it was pretty pretty handy in the East, you know. The first four seeds, they, they coming in hot, hot. We got Giannis and the Bucks, and they, they coming in, taking out, sweeping the Pistons. What y'all think about that? Man, the Pistons ain't have a chance. They came in, what was it, like a 40-point blowout in game one? No mm-hmm. Blake Griffin? That's Blake the Griffin, Griffin. Kind of just, kind yeah. of I thought Kubo said, come here, boy. <laughs> I thought Kubo said... Come here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that series wasn't fair. Even yeah. when Blake Griffin came back, though, they didn't have anything to stop yeah, yeah. Pretty much just Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. I think the one ball. moment in the entire series that summarized the whole series was when Atetokubo did the Michael Jordan flying dunk layup, and Andre Drummond fouled him, and he just looked and laughed. That was, uh, I think that summarizes, yeah. that summarizes yeah. the joke that that series was. It was a disrespectful move. See, the thing is, though, in, like, the first two quarters, it was always, like, a one-point game. And then after, like, the third and fourth quarter, like, all right, guys, come on. You can't get a loss. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe was chilling the first two quarters. That's why. <laughs> this chicken wing's good. I got to chill for a little bit. But now let's talk about. So we all knew it was going to happen that series. Not too exciting. And it. It was the same pretty much for all the Eastern Conference series, especially the other series, Boston, Indiana, coming in with the Miles Turner list and no, not Miles Turner list. I mean Oladipo list, Pacers, best player out. How are they going to go against those stats? I'm telling you right now, if, if Indiana seed. had Oladipo, they would have beat Boston. Every game was within ten hot points. Take, hot take. Every right game there. was within ten points. Bro, Boston, Boston was down. I mean, I would, I would say I would, I would disagree with that, but that's that's Coasty's opinion. But they were every game was decided within ten points. You don't think you don't think Oladipo would 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 have no, a plus minus of, of more? I, I'd say he, he maybe a six game series. Yeah, you can make that a six game series yeah. possibly, but but not. I don't think they win. Yeah, I don't yeah, think they take it. But like that, that's pretty interesting that you think that. See, here's the thing, though. Bogdan Bogdanovich averaging 19 points a game had to drop 30 just to keep the Yeah, and, and, and yeah, you, had, you had Bogdan Bogdanovich closing games for Indiana. That's what I'm I saying. Mean, and every game was decided within 10 points. Bro, Indiana literally did not have a score. They didn't have a score. They did not. They did not, not have a score. And it was still a sweep is what I'm saying. They still, like, it was, it was just like they knew they were going to win the whole time. Mm-hmm. That, and they just, like, like, all right, we got to step on the gas now when, whenever they brought it close. It wasn't like, I wasn't. I wasn't in doubt any time. Okay. okay. Philadelphia versus Jared Dudley. Philadelphia versus Jared Dudley. The GOAT. Jared, Den- Jared Dudley trolling that boy, Ben Simmons. Dude, he said, come here. Say, you ain't winning rookie of the year twice in a row. Bro, up until that fight in, like, what, game four was it? I thought Jared Dudley wasn't in the NBA. Like, I saw him once in 2012. Yeah, I, I swear to God, he was on the Phoenix Suns, like, Two weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> they like randomly picked him up. But no one even exactly. I, mean, I think I think the most important thing I take away from this series is how terrible Philadelphia is. They're the worst 
sorry hand-me-down team in the NBA. Why do you they say went, that? They have so many players. They picked up. They picked up. They picked up Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. They got everybody. Yeah, they start, They got JJ Redick too. Yeah. They got that everybody. Field. People forget they're the about biggest, JJ. They're the biggest underachievers in the league. Bro, they got, they lost by 25 points to Brooklyn in game one. <laughs> yeah, but, like, with, but then it, they came back and they won four games if, straight. If, if, it, if it takes a moment like that to lose by 25 on your home court to come back and want to play. No, but that's good. Like, it's a Golden State hey, game, too. Yeah. You went up by 31 and then you lose to Montrez Hero. Exactly. Like, Montrez Hero is good. It's the first round, you know. Teams don't get teams sometimes. It's, it's other Yeah, but Golden State's proven. They only drop one game. I feel you on that, a team too. like Golden State can let their foot off a little bit. They've proven themselves. Well, well, would you say the same about Toronto? Toronto kind of fell to – they also fell to Orlando in the first round, but they didn't – they didn't. I would never say like after well, the first won, loss. Well, I was like, well, I, it's Kawhi. Well, I'm like, Kawhi still gonna kill it. They lost to a game winner on a on a, on a good shot by. Yeah, it was, it was it was it was a, it was a closer game. Yeah. I agree with you there. Yeah, so. It was what five points along the yeah, way. But they but they still won the series. Mm-hmm. I think this, the the entire East first series was. They were. They it were. Was, I, it was one of those series where I would. Watch it and flip through channels in between. Get up and go play Xbox. Yeah. I think I some homework. I never. I was never in doubt of mm-hmm. who would win the first exactly. series yeah. for, uh, it, for these games. The so I didn't it, really. I didn't it, turn it, them up. It played out. Yeah. Each series ended the way we thought it would. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I mean, yeah. things get more interesting though when when you go to the West. Yeah. West, the West is, is definitely more exciting, and I'm, we're gonna start with the least exciting matchup, which was definitely Houston. And the Utah Jazz, and I think the biggest <laughs> the biggest storyline of this is Donovan Mitchell after killing OKC last year and just being a dog as a rookie. He underperformed these playoffs, and he to close out game he was like four for nineteen. I think he's the biggest story. He he's gonna be supposed to make a comeback next year because he really disappointed this year. Exactly, that's the year. thing. You, you, yeah, you I'm not counting him out, but I'm just saying like he got really. When you want to talk about a series like this, you obviously have to talk about Utah because it's one of the things where you know where you knew Houston was going to win. Yeah, I think, I think the most important thing to take away from this was that if you're a franchise player in Donovan Mitchell and you have the ball in your hand, most of the time I'm not going to throw out a percentage. You drop 47 points one game, and then the next game where you lose and you go home, you drop 10 points. You're not a franchise player. That's embarrassing. And yeah. you let a whole city down. Ten points. He's still pretty young, though. Ten He's points. I'm, I'm just going to say is that's Bro, a big story because after ten his, points in four quarters, he played really well last season. If you, season pay, me, if you pay me $80 million, I'm scoring ten points in four quarters. Okay? <laughs> yeah. that's just, I think that's the most important thing to take away. Um Let's we'll, we'll save the best for last. I think the next the next the next one to talk about next is, big story I would say is Golden State and the Clippers and the Clippers surprised a lot of people, making it yeah. interesting by taking two games this series. Yeah, no, that was crazy. No one would have ever thought it would go to six. Clippers remind me a lot of the Bucks in the sense that that they're a team that does not have or, or did not go out and get superstars. They're a team that plays within themselves. They're a team that plays through a coaching staff and a system. And so. It, that series proved that, that a team that plays within themselves, that plays with heart and passion, can beat the best team. And if they, it was a good series to watch. I think that was the, mm-hmm. the one series that I wanted to watch every game. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Besides me being a huge Bucks fan, it was, again, I don't think I watched – I did not watch a whole game 
of the Detroit Bucks series. I watched every game. And I think the fact that they have, like, two six-man-of-the-year candidates on their team definitely uh, definitely proves that they're a team's team because they got Montrezl Harrell and Lou Williams, both six-man-of-the-year candidates, just coming off the bench. And probably Lou Williams is probably their best player coming off the bench, so I think that definitely proves they're a team team. And they're poised to make a splash in free agency with all these pieces. They got the pieces. If they had a superstar, they could make, a, make some moves next year. And the craziest thing is that, like, People kind of forgot about Doc Rivers, you know. They forgot that he was a good coach. He's coaching this team that should have been right there with the Lakers, like the ninth seed. Yeah, they did make the eighth seed, but dude, the record was crazy. Yeah, how about that after post, the All Star break? How about that the post All Star You had to be like at least forty nine yeah. in the West. How about the All Star break? You have to at least like get forty nine wins. I'm pretty sure to be the, the in the West to make it in the West playoffs. That's tough. It is tough. I mean, like, dude, they have how many wins? Like, I think it was like East forty nine or like forty seven is the least with like. Uh, it was like in the West. It was like it was, it was high forties. It's like they could only have like 30, 30 something losses, low thirties losses. Like that's crazy. To make it to the playoffs in the West after the All Star break, they were like what thirty and twenty eight, something like that. Because right? the Kings, the Kings were out and they had they had they broke five hundred. Yeah, yeah. They, like, weren't, they couldn't even make it. And see, that's what's crazy though. Like in the West, I, this happens every year. But you can have a positive record and not make it, and then you can be trash in the East and still make it, right? Like. Detroit Pistons. I think that's why these first round series definitely show the way the they they're more interesting. It, yeah, it just shows that it's more lopsided in the East and it's more even in the West because these these series played out way more interesting than the, the East. I they think were, what's, so, what's crazy though up in the that, air. What's crazy though is that every seed with home court advantage won, right? First seed beat the eight, second beat the seven, so on and so forth. No team without home court advantage beat the better team. It just proves that the season winners advance on to the next round. And, like, even though some games got close, we didn't talk about Denver-San Antonio. You know, even though they had Greg Popovich, they had a great team. This young stud, Jokic, Gary Harris, and Jamal Murray, they proved that they were just able to close out the game better than San Antonio. Now, wrap up the first round. We've got to talk about Portland and OKC. I think this was definitely the... Now, this is my favorite series to watch, even though it, it seemed pretty lopsided. If you just look at the, the outcome, it was an interesting series to watch because there was just that chippiness between OKC and Portland. They had that like grit, that playoff grit. Both those teams, I think both those teams want to prove themselves. And OKC was coming in with that mentality that we definitely better than them. But Agent Zero Dame coming in crazy, coming in crazy that whole series and just topping it off with an insane performance. Uh, he was most exciting point guard to watch these playoffs, most exciting player for me. I would call him the MVP yeah. of the first round. Yeah. And, and I think the most important thing out of this series was how terrible Russell Westbrook is. Yeah, he like is had the stats. terrible. Terrible. 4-1. I mean, I'm still a big Russ fan. Love the way he plays. But, you know, he, he's yeah, not playing like, basketball yeah, like, right now. Like, he's got to like, fix something. We he's love the way he plays. He gives, he's the only player in the league that gives 100% effort every single play. He will dive on the floor every single play. And he'll bleed and cry and leave it all on the floor. But are we in the NBA or are we playing at export fitness pickup <laughs> basketball? Right? Yeah. Are we here to? Are you getting paid to get triple doubles? Or are you getting paid to win games and win a championship? Okay, you got to now take pieces away from Russell Westbrook. You lose four one. You have Paul George to your side. You've got Stephen Adams. 
You've got um, Oscar Robertson defending. You got Terrence Ferguson, the young stud. Yeah. Like you got a yeah. solid court. Three first first round exits Portland. in a row is definitely. But come on, tough like, if they us. lost that series in Game Six or Seven, that's understandable. Yeah, four one, and then and then all the shit Russell Westbrook was talking, just like, to get just to get sent home. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the most important thing to take away from this series. We have a very average player who is spotlighted because we're in the media age of basketball, and that's mm. all it is. So what's crazy about that is that even though Portland had a better seed because Yusuf Nurkic got injured, they said that OKC was going to win it and that Portland would have to upset OKC. And then the series played out, and OKC and was getting blown yeah, out. And really stepped up. And his Cantor, like, that's another story, right? And his Cantor mm-hmm. said, I love playing for OKC. A week later, they traded him. Uh-huh. And now he's beating them. True, yeah. true, true. So, a great story. I think the best way to wrap up this series, this entire first round, I think is to give our picks of who we think is going to win each each game of the second round. So, first we got Milwaukee-Boston. Who do you guys think is going to win that series right now? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. You guys got – obviously, with the 3-1 to one lead right now, Milwaukee is looking to I take it. Toronto-Philadelphia at 3-2. to two. Who do you guys got there? I still got Philly, and I'll tell you, you why. You got Philly? I'll tell you why. Kawhi has been dropping 40 points, 40 points, 40 points, but – it's only when his team does it good that they actually step up, right? Kyle Lowry's been laying eggs recently. Marcus has not been doing anything. This 3-2 win was like an outlier. They won by 40. The whole team stepped up, and all of the 76 fell off. Uh-huh. Joel Embiid was sick a couple days ago. You don't think they're going to come back and say, all right, we're facing elimination. I mean, we got all these pieces. We have a better matchup. I like Philadelphia's roster better, but I like Toronto just because they have Kawhi, and Kawhi's the best player on the court right now. That's why I like it. Yeah, you're good. It's crazy because, like, Kawhi Leonard, he's putting this team on his back. You saw the offensive rating, the defensive rating when he's on the court versus when he's off. He's playing all these minutes just to keep his team afloat. So, like, you really got to ask, like, is this team really going to stay together? Because Kawhi Leonard's only here for one year. Hey, but we're just talking about who's going to win this next game. I mean, this next series. And now we got. I want to end this episode with this that we. I think the, the the elephant in the room, the, the thing that needs to be talked about is that we always talk about teams that struggle more. I think the best thing to take away from the entire first round, East and West, is how little in this episode we talked about the Milwaukee Bucks and their series. That's a team that got in there, did what they had to do, and won. I think they deserve more of a spotlight for that. A series with no drama, a series that played out exactly how it should have to where every possession mattered and to where they got in there, played within their system, and destroyed a playoff team in Detroit. Same thing with Boston. You know, it's crazy. 